Welcome to Watershed Weekly. Toxinic Watershed Council believes that a healthy watershed promotes a healthy community. There are a number of ways to work toward this goal. Conducting scientific research, providing environmental education, encouraging local food security, and modifying habitat in the watershed to increase biological productivity are the primary methods used by TWC. This episode will focus on the last item of this list. There are a number of ways to increase the productivity of our local watershed by modifying aquatic habitat. These are generally classified as restoration, enhancement, or mitigation projects, though there is often overlap. These are known as REM habitat projects. In 2021, TWC reviewed permit records back to 1980 and found approximately 100 projects in Haines that meet this description, with varying degrees of success and complexity. Additionally, there were about 100 projects that were described as habitat disturbance, such as filling wetlands or river and stream channels. This does not include stock enhancement projects, such as spawning channels or incubation boxes, which generally require annual maintenance and manipulation to maintain productivity. Restoration projects attempt to reestablish watershed functions that have been degraded. The impaired function is often, but not always, caused by human activity. One example is restoring habitat functions in a stream channel that has been degraded due to snow plowing and other debris accumulation. Removing the fine material and installing woody structures and appropriate sized gravel can significantly increase aquatic productivity, including fish spawning and rearing habitat. These types of projects are designed to provide the desired function with little to no maintenance on an annual basis. Enhancement projects modify the existing habitat to improve its value and ability to meet the specific requirements of one or more species. One example is replacing an existing culvert that is impeding up and or downstream fish passage. A well-designed, engineered, and installed culvert can provide adequate fish passage up to a specific flood level. Even the best culvert will degrade fish habitat over the long term compared to removing a culvert completely. Mitigation projects are required when there are unavoidable impacts caused when developing either public or private infrastructure. These projects are designed to replace or mitigate for the loss of watershed functions caused by the development. This type of project is usually required by federal or occasionally state regulations to minimize loss public resources, such as fish habitat or water quality. Mitigation can include enhancement, but is generally focused on restoration techniques. Examples of mitigation projects can be found along the Haines Highway, where road upgrades required filling of wetlands and riverbeds. These include wetlands creation, stream channel manipulation, and stream bank stabilization. A key component of any habitat modification project is monitoring. This first requires a clear goal of what is hoped to be accomplished. This must then be matched with a technique that can determine if this goal is being accomplished. Then the funds and the time must be available to evaluate the results over time, usually five to ten years. 
This often overlooked step not only helps determine success, but allows lessons to be learned for the next time, or if there even should be a next time. Photo documentation can be sufficient for simple projects, but this still must be accompanied by an evaluation of the project's performance. More complex projects require annual and final reports to be generated that require more detailed analysis. In other episodes, we will describe each of these types of habitat modification projects with local examples and lessons learned. Today's episode was written by Ben Kirkpatrick and narrated by Stacey Evans. Watershed Weekly is a production of Tokshnik Watershed Council. Support comes from the Reuben E. Crossett Endowment Fund for Children's Health in Southeast Alaska and radio station KHNS.